Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, April 19th, and uh, I hope you're fired up about Monday. Uh, Some people on Monday, they're dragging, oh, it's so awful, it's so terrible. I don't know. I think for us as Christians, I think Monday ought to be a great day because we've just had a day of church and uh, we've had preaching and teaching and singing and fellowship and uh, worshiping the Lord. And I'm glad we get to be together for our winning side broadcast. And thank you for joining us. And uh, we're so thankful that you take the time on the radio, on Facebook, uh, on our podcast. And we uh, hope that the that the messages and the Uh, lessons are a blessing, and I hope the Word of God speaks to your heart every day, and I hope you enjoy the singing. hope you enjoy the music. We've got some special music, uh, of course, every day, but especially today, I want to tell you about a new uh, project that uh, we've got on a radio station, but happy birthday yesterday to Saber Biggs and Savannah Medlin. Happy birthday to both of you, uh, those two young ladies, and then today, happy birthday to Miss Dot Nelson. And happy birthday to Tyler Pierce, and happy birthday to Cameron Wade. I hope you folks have a great day today. Happy birthday to you. And then I want to just remind you about our schedule for the month of April and May. We're going to continue the drive-in service at 9 o'clock on Sundays, uh, Sunday school 10-15, morning service 11, evening service at 6. And then in the month of June, we'll have the tent services and I'm fired up. And by the way, ladies, if you haven't got signed up yet for that ladies' luncheon, that is May 1st, and that's just uh, just right around the corner. So hope you'll make plans for that. I want you to hear a song. This is a youth choir, and they're in North Carolina. They're over uh, in um, near Boone, over that direction, uh, the western part of the state. And uh, the pastor there is Pastor Tony Shirley. He's been at the youth camp where our teens have been, and he is a blessing, and what a great man he is. And they have a youth choir. Now, we don't have a youth choir here. We've got an adult choir. Many of our teens sing in that. And we have a children's choir. We just heard from them a week or so ago. Uh, But uh, I love to hear young people sing. And uh, I want you to hear this youth choir as they sing. Now, I'll tell you this. They sing. They sound great. But uh, don't be caught off guard if you hear something unusual in the songs. You know what it is? It's some people shouting amen. And I love it when people say amen during preaching. And I love it when people say amen uh, during singing. I even love it when people say amen during the offering. That's okay too. But I want you to hear this song. Of course, we just had Easter a few weeks ago. But I want to remind you that we serve a God that is alive. Jesus Christ is risen, like he said, And the name of this song is Resurrection Power. And I want you to listen to this song, and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. And uh, we're going to listen to this youth choir several days this week, maybe all five days. We'll see how it goes. But I want you to listen to this song and be blessed by the words of this great song, Resurrection Power. Sunday. 
so long. Three days since Jesus died for our sin, but something's happened at the tomb where he lay. He came forth when the stone rolled away. I don't serve a dead Savior. I don't have a dead faith. He's alive and so am I. Brought forth from the grave. There is victory for the claiming every day and every hour. Grace to live forevermore in resurrection Now I'm no is buried and my soul is free even death can never take my lasting hope heaven's mine for my redeemer I feel like I say amen all the time after a song, but that's that's the way I feel. I believe it. I agree. Uh, so be it. And uh, that's what the word amen means. And uh, you can say amen or hallelujah or praise the Lord or uh, to God be the glory or whatever. But uh, I hope that it encourages you to hear this good music. We started Daniel 9, I think it was last Monday. But last Friday, we just started to get into Daniel chapter 9, verse number 24, where God had answered Daniel's prayer and helped him to understand the 70 years of Babylonian captivity. And he saw that from Jeremiah. Um, and by the way, the reason for that is very interesting. We'll talk about that today. Why was it 70 years of captivity? 
Uh, did God just pull a number out of the hat and say, oh, that sounds good? No, there's a specific reason. Uh, and the reason for that was that God's people for 490 years, they had neglected the Sabbaths of the land. They were supposed to work their fields for six years, and then in the seventh year, they let the field rest. Um, and they did not do that for 490 years. So God said, okay, uh, you're not going to do it uh, the way I told you to, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you. You're not going to be able to, uh, to uh, plant your crops and harvest your fields for 70 years because you're going to be 500 miles away in captivity. And he said, the land's going to get the Sabbaths or the, the rest that the land was supposed to get. And that was God's plan. But notice Daniel chapter 9, verse number 24. God explains to Daniel through the angel Gabriel, he says that there are 70 weeks that are determined upon thy people, upon the people of Israel. Now, a week, and I need to help, help us understand this, a week, when we say one week, we think automatically seven days, right? Seven days equals one week. But I want you to understand that in the Bible, sometimes the word week was used like we would use the word dozen. If I say, I want you to bring one dozen, well, immediately we can tell some of you are healthier than others. Some of you are thinking a dozen eggs. But I'm not thinking a dozen eggs. I'm thinking a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, right? And so if we say a dozen, well, what are we talking about? Eggs? Are we talking about donuts? Or what are we talking about? Well, the week could mean seven of something else. Let me give you a couple for instances. The word, um, um, the week in Hebrew is the word Shabua, which literally means seven. In Leviticus 25, uh, verses three and four, the Bible says that the land could be worked for six years, but the seventh was a Sabbath of rest for the land. That's where the 70 years of captivity came from. The land was supposed to be worked for six, and then the seventh would be a year of rest for the land. And God's people had violated that. But then we get to Genesis 29 and verse 27, and this is very interesting because this is where Jacob was working for Laban, who became his father-in-law. He was working for Laban for a wife. He was wanting to marry Rachel. And Laban said, if you will work for me for seven years, then you can have Rachel to your wife. Uh, I remember my dad used to preach about this, and he would talk about how that because Jacob loved Rachel so much, the Bible says that those seven years, it seemed like just a few days because of the love that he had for Rachel. Can I tell you, I wish we'd have that kind of love for God. I wish we'd have that kind of love for our family to where we'd say, hey, seven years or seven hours or seven weeks or seven months or whatever it may be. I'm willing to do it because I love somebody. But the Bible says that Laban deceived Jacob. And you know that story. Uh, Jacob thought he was getting Rachel, but Laban gave Jacob Leah instead. And he said, oh, yeah, that's our custom. It's the older one has to get married first. So you get you get Leah instead. And so Jacob is like, what in the world? I've just worked for seven years and I got the wrong one. And here's what Laban says. And, and this is so classic because Laban, Laban gave Jacob a taste of his own medicine. Jacob was the trickster and he was the deceiver. But here Laban 
tricked him. Laban deceived him. And he says in verse number 26, Laban said, it must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. But then he goes on to say in verse 27, fulfill her week. Wait, wait a second. That's seven days, right? No, no. Fulfill her week and we will give thee this also for the service, which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And so in this case, we see when, Jake, uh, when Laban said, fulfill her week, he said, you got to work another week. He wasn't meaning seven days. He said another seven years. And so we see in some cases, a week is not seven days, but it's seven years. And in this case, God is telling Daniel about 70 weeks, which is 70 weeks of years or 70 sevens of years. Now, 70 times seven equals 490 years. And God is showing Daniel what's going to happen over a period of 490 years. Notice, first of all, what has to be accomplished during these 70 weeks. Number one, the Bible says to finish the transgression. To finish the transgression, how do you finish the transgression? Well, these things that have to happen, they all have to do with Jesus' death on the cross and with Jesus coming to rule and to reign. This first one has to do with Jesus' death on the cross. You know what happened when Jesus hung on that cross? He said these words, it is finished. You know what Jesus did? He finished the transgression. He paid the price for our sin. And for Israel, somebody had to finish the transgression. Somebody had to pay for their sins. Daniel was confessing them here. Daniel was saying, Lord, please forgive us for our sin and forgive us for our wickedness. And, and God says, guess what? There's somebody coming. His name is Jesus. And he's going to finish the transgression. He's going to pay the price for the sins of Israel and for the sins of of the whole world. Notice number two, what else has to happen during the 70 weeks? Number two is to make an end of sins. The national sins of Israel would come to an end. And can I tell you, the only person that can bring an end to sin is Jesus Christ, the sinless one, the savior of the world. We can't bring it, make our sins end. We can't stop sinning because we're sinners. That's our nature. But can I tell you, Jesus Christ is holy and blameless and spotless and sinless. And Jesus Christ would come to make an end of sins. But then number three, the third thing that would happen during these 70 weeks, it says to make reconciliation for iniquity. Uh, to reconcile a sinful man, a man to a holy God. Can I tell you, there's only one person that can bridge that gap. There's only one person that can make a way. And Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the only way. He's the only one that could make reconciliation. He's the only one that could bring us back to God. He's the only one that could make a way of salvation. And Daniel discovers that during these 70 weeks of years, during these 490 years, that these are some things that would happen. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll look at the next three things that had to happen during these 70 weeks of years. And I'm so thankful. Aren't you glad for what Jesus did for us on the cross? I'm thankful that it is finished. The 
price for sin has been paid. The work of salvation has been done. And Daniel received prophecy uh, before it ever happened, hundreds of years before Jesus ever came. He received the prophecy that Jesus Christ, the Savior, would come. And I'm glad he came. And I'm glad he's coming back. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. And we'll try to get through a few more of, uh, of these things as we look at the 70 weeks of Daniel. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.